Hey guys, you're listening to the Pod Must Not Be Named. I am your host Sammy with my co-host Madi. Hi Madi. Hello. This is a podcast where we talk about things that we find interesting, things that we like and things that we don't like so much. So Sammy, do you care to introduce our guests today? We have multiple. Yeah, okay. So for today, uh we have our guest uh, Anuj Yadav who is a clinical psychologist based in Mumbai and Pratik Mate who has also been to uh, one of the episodes of our podcast so hi mate hi anush hi somebody hello so let's first begin with uh, mate you okay so uh, can you tell us a bit more about what project amar is all about and uh, what your role is in making of it and if if there are any publicly uh, available links or content like could you direct people to it yeah sure so basically as uh, the listeners might remember me from the episode where we discussed about mental health uh, i am associated with an organization called rotary club of dumbli east it is a youth organization that does community service work and other professional development projects so project amar is our uh, brain child it is regarding mental health awareness issues wherein we conduct various sessions with regards to mental health issues psychological and other social issues and the host for those sessions is the our another guest for today anuj sir we conduct these sessions mostly online on zoom so if you guys are interested in knowing more about it follow project amar on instagram yeah that's about it i guess so sami could you care to introduce of uh, with the, our second guest of the evening yeah so like i mentioned uh, anuj is a clinical psychologist based in mumbai before you know anuj can introduce him, uh, himself i i i also wanted to ask him a question about uh, you know what the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist and how does that go okay so sami thank you for the basic question that we'll start with today podcast with is uh, what is the difference between psychiatrist and psychologist or clinical psychologist or there even there hierarchies of hierarchy or we can say there are the streams of psychologist the first difference between psychiatrist and psychologist is that psychiatrists complete their mbbs they pursue their uh, diploma in psychiatric medicines or they do their md in psychiatric uh, as a specialization so these are the people who are psychiatrist uh they have rights and they have authorities to prescribe medicines okay psychologists are the people who do or who complete their masters or their rci license or their mphil uh, after that they get a license to practice as a clinical psychologist or their counseling psychologist or industrial psychologist or child psychologist there are different streams of it so these are the people who must have done their masters from maybe arts maybe science uh, they are universities or institutions which are offering right now as a msc or bsc uh, psychology as well so previously it was just ma or master in arts and over there so this is the one basic uh, difference between if, if you go by academics by the profession uh, whenever you approach a psychiatrist they would listen to your issues they will uh, go through the diagnosis process what they have uh, the experience with their past clients and on the basis of that they will prescribe particular medicine which is suitable for your physical changes or the chemical changes in your brain as a psychologist they go through your history stories and your entire concern they understand your coping mechanism whatever modalities they are following 
might be cbt might be rebt or might be the the oldest one psychoanalysis which freud used to practice they can uh, on the basis of that they will let you know the new coping mechanism they need to develop as a client or uh, the issues that they're going through so that they can have a better perspective and solve them on a uh cognitive level or behavioral level so this is the difference between psychology and uh, psychiatrist i would say uh, a normal person has a functioning unka jo brain functioning is, is as a particular level when they function whenever whenever you are below it or above it it is called as disorder okay when your brain functioning is below the normal function above the normal function it is called as either you in mania or either in depression so these are the two chances that you can experience you can you might have psychosis during when you uh, in your mania phases so at that particular phase when you have lot of symptoms or lot of issues or concerns around you medicines are the one thing which can help you to calm down or get uh, oriented very easily in a much lesser time compared to therapy and psychology okay so this is how i explain my clients the need of both psychiatry and psychology need to be go hand in hand in the way that whenever you are functioning above or below the normalcy you need medicines to stay to become normal and you need psychology to stay normal so that you understand that you have learned a new particular coping mechanism like lacking which you had to go through the therapy or uh, the disorders which you were going through now that you are taking medicines develop a coping mechanism and now you can deal your issues which you had because many a time when they are functioning below or above the normalcy they can't understand the things that you are trying to tell them in the counseling process so this okay. is this is how i try to my client try to convince my client that why they need both modalities run hand in hand okay greatly put uh, again uh, i mean anuj if if uh, you are talking about us, uh, like importance of both psychiatry and psychologists right uh, and especially with this podcast uh, we are in a unique position since you are actively practicing uh, right now and uh, you are uh, practicing during the lockdown right so uh, what do you think uh, is one of the major factors uh, if if lockdown has been a major factor uh, in problems stemming uh, from relationships or problems uh, you know leaking over to the relationships we uh, briefly talked about uh, you know relationships between a parent and a child in the episode called as live and let live but uh, we only have so much visibility right uh, most of our experiences are empirical in nature uh, and you might have a better uh, visibility on how people are doing and how uh, the nature of a relationship has uh, inherently changed during lockdown or uh, you know how like the nature of normal problems uh, that stem from a relationship are different from uh, the ones that are uh, there because of over exposure let's say because uh, two people are staying together for a long time or uh, let's say two people are staying away it's a long distance relationship so what are the problems that people are generally facing uh, like divided by geographical factors uh, that you can think of so akash uh, being psychologist and uh, in to my profession i have gone through a lot of stories and issues so what i understand is that uh, whatever experiences that i have out of stories and issues the concerns the clients that they have shared with me so i would say that 
your distance your relationships and your what the relationship you share with a person won't make any difference your harmony that you have with the person okay the only thing is this is how a particular relationship works that you get attracted to someone you like things in them that you don't have in you you get attracted to them ki they those qualities exist in them you get along you spend some time after spending a lot of time you start identifying the things that you don't like in them eventually gradually you start seeing the things that you don't like in them and only you see nowadays that the things that you don't like in them so it starts from liking someone and not knowing to knowing a lot and not liking someone now this can be their pair this can be son or father this can be mother and daughter this can be sibling this can be your husband wife as well or the uh, couples so distance has this is my uh, this is what my observation is this distance has nothing to play as a role that a particular uh, relationship would survive or won't it is entirely upon the two of them the parties involved so if distance is not a factor uh, what is a factor uh, in deciding uh, let's say a good relationship what separates a good relationship from a bad relationship uh, like is there a particular personality trait that is always uh, you know coupled with toxic relationships or is there a certain uh, feature that Uh, you can particularly think of that uh, you find common in people who have uh, relationship problems or uh, people who end up being uh, the receivers or the inflictors of pain in a relationship so what are those factors one basic recipe of bad relationship is uh, lack of individualism when as a person i don't understand that the other person can exist the way they want this is where our the relationship gets so for example as a father if i think that i was good in maths and my son even should be good in maths being good in arts or being good in craft doesn't make any sense so this lack of individualism will affect my relationship with my son will affect my relationship with my uh, female friend if i think that uh, going out with opposite gender is not very much fine since i don't go out with them so uh, this lack of individualism affects uh, our relationship the person with whom i am in relationship so this is one thing and uh, i would say that uh, about toxicity that many a time in a relationship we tend to be complimentary of the other person okay now this is very uh, very dynamic because I, i would tell you people whom i know have had multiple relationships in their cases at some point in some relationships they were the dominating one in other relationships with the other person they were the submissive ones so there is always a role that we play with the other person if this is being complimenting ardha nageshwar ardha nareshwar as a hindu culture goes by so this is what we do whatever the other person is we compliment to be that the other part so sometimes we are toxic and sometimes we are on the taking on the receiving end okay so like if if lack of individualism is to uh, blame for uh, is the root cause in your opinion then uh, like so for instance i remember a, a joke uh, from kanan gel stand up uh, right uh, where he says that uh, you know people who are couples are like if a, if a person loves to travel and another person does not love to travel uh, the the net result of uh, them uh, you know, actually results in people uh, who travel grumpily uh, the the exact quote is if one likes to travel and if the other hates to travel it is equal to two people traveling angrily that is what it is 
एंड ऑल्सो अपार्ट फ्रॉम दिस हाउ हाउ दीज रिलेशनशिप्स वर्क दूसरा क्वेश्चन आई हैव इज की हाउ कॉमन इज इनफिडेलिटी इन अ रिलेशनशिप आई मीन जितने भी आपको केसेस आते होंगे जो भी रिलेशनशिप के कंसर्न में उसमें इनफिडेलिटी कितना परसेंटेज होल्ड करता है थैंक यू फॉर ब्रिंगिंग अप दिस वर्ड लेट मी जस्ट फॉर द लिसनर्स ओवर हियर कैन यू प्लीज डिफ्रेंशिएट बिटवीन इनफिडिलिटी एंड इनफर्टिलिटी बिकॉज पीपल आर नॉट अवेयर ऑफ दिस वर्ड्स हाउ डू यू डिफ्रेंशिएट दैट डू यू केयर टू इनफिडेलिटी इज माई बेसिक डेफिनेशन इज दैट वेन एवर यू आर इन अ रिलेशनशिप विद समन और उसके बीच में इफ यू आर सीकिंग समन एज टू हैव यू नो टू गेट इंटीमेट विद वो इनफिडेलिटी हुआ इनफर्टिलिटी इज योर डू विद दिस थिंग ओके so the point is people are not very much aware of this word of infidelity if you go on a website or in a google you search for it it's all about religion that you are not following a particular religion so it's infidelity you are not being fidel to a particular religion there was a time when i was doing my research on this and i was very much mind struck that how come infidelity is all about not being uh, faithful to your religion but partner is the secondary one abhi wo baad mein ho raha so uh, now over here what you said about infidelity shows your belief system about uh, infidelity okay getting intimate with someone else is infidelity for you right for someone out there in this world my partner talking to some other, someone else even talking is a infidelity for me just google it uh, it says the action or state of being unfaithful to a spouse or other sexual partner again yeah i i couldn't echo your sentiment more what is unfaithful i mean if i buy my milk from someone else am i being unfaithful to my milkman i mean i'm not sure the definition is too broad so uh, this particular relationship or in in this relationship this relationship of is of has been affected by infidelity is entirely depending upon the mutual understanding of the parties involved what is their understanding because if it is open marriage if it is what they have decided even open marriages have their own understandings that what is okay and what is not okay about it for example i know a person uh, for him you having sex with someone else in my home is not allowed okay so you can have it when you are out when you are somewhere else or his place Not at my place. So this is their mutual understanding. When you break that, this is the act of infidelity. So this was the utmost I could reach in my mind as a as a client that I came across. And there, now there are other things. The lowest can be that you are talking to a neighbor, which is not okay with me as a uh, being wife of yours. This is not what I accept that you can talk to the neighbor woman. Not fine with me. Or even your colleague or intern calling you after ten is not fine with me. even this is considered as act of infidelity by people who have their own ideas about it so it varies from person to person it varies from uh, everything your the place you belong to the social circle you uh, uh, hold and even on the basis of what your own ideas are about it because even in a uh, when we are a partner even we both have different ideas many a time what i am doing normally can be your act of infidelity so this is something goes wrong that uh, for me go, going out with my female friend since i belong to this 
uh, as a clinical psychologist, as a psychologist, we have a ratio of one is to twenty. That there are twenty females and one male. So all I have is the female friends. So when I go out with them, so there's a possibility that my uh, partner won't be okay with that, according to her definition of act of infidelity. Yeah. So where do you think we should draw the line, or uh, do you think a line should exist? Uh, as a society. so as a as a psychologist or as a human being or as a social animal animal if i talk about there is nothing called as uh, infidelity as uh, that exist as an animal okay but as a social animal as a society as a person that I, that society should exist there should be some rules and uh, ethics and norms should be followed because uh, this is one of the joke that we used to crack among ourselves as a psychologist that if you just remove the concept of marriage from the whole society no one is going to buy next 2 bhk makes sense <laughs> because yeah. yeah i mean it is seen as a mark of stability right in a lot of cases and uh, of course uh, you know uh, society has uh, to play a major part in uh, you know discouraging people from polygamy and uh, especially like do you consider a person who abandons uh, their family as infidel i mean is is that more of a serious crime than uh, what people generally consider to be infidelity uh, like if if you are a, a patriarch of the family and uh, let's say that you are not ready for a child and uh, you and your partner have uh, a, a, an unexpected pregnancy or uh, i don't know like uh, there like some drastic change in your life that that person is simply not okay with so if that person leaves uh, the degree of infidelity is that more in that case as compared to uh, any other cases like how do you uh, like how how do you gauge the impact factor of a person committing infidelity in a relationship so cases don't uh, get severe or vary from cases to cases each case have their own importance for example uh, in a very layman term uh, myself losing my job when i am 28 or at the age of 8 failing in maths is very much similar the pain is similar pain can't be indifferent in both the cases they both have the same pain the intensity is are the same for the same for both of them now it entirely depends upon that the parties involved the, the one who approaches is the client for us not the other people this is my way of working that we all as a, as a psychologist we work a lot about locus of control that we try to teach them that it is entirely about you the whole therapy the whole concerns the whole issues and whatever you are going through okay. and also a question that jitne bhi aapne dekha hoga itne dino mein ki which gender tends to be more tends to commit more infidelity in their life or you know according to the conventional definition of cheating so kaun sa gender zyada inclined rehta hai towards you know getting attracted towards having multiple relationships all four to five genders which exist in society so like do you mean to say that oh, there is no impact of gender on uh, infidelity so what research i went through for my own uh, masters is i had the same research that uh, i went and met 100 infidels who themselves agreed to it that i am an infidel so this is how this is what the whole concept was about that you have to agree to it 
not on the basis of my uh, criminal mind that i will uh, judge you that you are infidel or not so it it is if you have a, a, a agreed to it that i am infidel that then the whole uh, research process and the whole testing part goes so it was never about gender the age the social background the education and whatever religion or region you belong to it was never there was no boundary i would say <laughs> this is one thing that unites us that each one of us every one of us is being infidel at some point of time in life someone who has been a very good partner or they have been into relationship for 10 years and everything everything was fine the, I, i would say the one part if i know the female was very much into relationship never cheated that's what she she said and uh, after that after getting married and after marriage about in 4 years she was into different other relationship so what went wrong 10 years of relationship or 4 years of marriage and also matlab jaise ki ye to gender ka ho gaya ki okay every uh, person has their own personal stories which is not related to gender or which is irrespective of gender and on the other side jaise aur bhi bahut sare ideologies rehte hain like jaise ki kafi sare log conservative rehte hain so are they more prone to doubt their partner uh when it comes to infidelity or they themselves uh sometimes are more prone to being uh you know unfaithful to their partner because okay. I, i mean again uh, just yeah. add to adding to sammy's question uh because like if if you are a, a person who is very conservative in terms of relationship and when i say conservative uh, it has it also has different levels right uh, for one person it would be like the first person i meet i will marry i will have kids uh, they will have their kids and we will stay together for the rest of your, our lives and for some people uh, it can uh, be the other side of the spectrum right that uh, as you said we can have an open relationship as long as uh we both understand that uh, this relationship has something uh, to mean like uh, in house of cards where uh, you know kevin spacey's character and uh, you, you know uh, the uh, like i i miss the women female characters name that's uh, what happened with kevin spacey robin yeah, robin the, basically frank and claire underwood right robin so, robin yeah robin right or something yeah robin right robin right so basically uh, they both are infidel in their own ways but they both understand how this marriage works right so do you think people who are on the first side of the spectrum the first example that i gave are they uh, is it more like a forbidden fruit for them uh, committing cheating because again i mean as you are a psychologist you uh, you should also uh, like you you must also know that you know like the forbidden thing is a huge sexual drive for people uh, they do things that are forbidden generally right so how how does that stack up now this is one thing that i would like to uh, bring to attention to the that whenever we do something which is very much forbidden from the core of my my existence that i have been taught and i have been learned about is that this is one thing that i am not supposed to do and when i end up doing it the amount of guilt that i create after that can lead me to psychosis as well okay we had such clients that who were taught to not uh, look at a woman in a way and they when first time they visited to a uh, prostitute or uh, someone as a brothel brothel place over there 
only single visit after that he was into psychosis he was listening and having uh, voices could be heard to him because his guilt and conscience was overcoming over the everything that he knew as a person okay so this is one thing as a uh, cases that we came across now about this part forbidden fruit or the whole idea about that whatever you are said no to you end up doing it and uh, you want to do it more and more and often so this is one thing that goes uh, is the whole crux of infidelity that i would like to let you know that whenever we talk about polygamy or infidelity or open marriages or anything that we want to talk about this is one thing that i have recently learned that their things are never right and wrong they are either healthy or unhealthy so things can't be just right and wrong uh, a particular concept a particular thing can be right or wrong on the basis of your judgment of life what you have seen but healthy and unhealthy has to be always constant for the society but like uh, again i mean staying on the uh, topic uh, do you think uh, people who are very conservative and it is a forbidden fruit for them end up committing more of uh, uh, an act that could be viewed as infidelity or uh, people who are in an open relationship and who are given that freedom essentially uh end up committing more acts of infidelity and again here the definition of infidelity is what the partners agree as being unfaithful um so this is what i would i would think that uh, there is not uh, a concrete answer to this thing because in both the cases the concept or the belief about infidelity is varying okay because right now whatever i'm considering in a person who is very much conservative and everything over there the part of the first thing or the first step of infidelity is normalcy over here okay so uh, the whole concept about it the whatever he is doing over here and whatever they are doing over there the uh, intensity or the range might vary for example getting into being with multiple partners more than two can be infidelity infidelity over here and just talking to one partner can be infidelity over here so uh, we can't compare both the things because both the classes are in, on different level at this moment so in in these uh, scenarios does a person's religious ident- uh, religious ideology even play a role up to some extent up to some extent of forming their personality or their belief system but uh, whatever might come up their id or their super ego might go down results into them being what they want to do give a small uh, brief on what uh, id uh, ego and super ego is for people who don't know so freud sir came up with this idea of id ego and super ego freud uh, if you watch netflix or if you want to search over there you can search better than that read a book about him rather than netflix so uh, id ego and super ego are the three spectrums in which our belief systems lie okay for example uh, what do i wish to do i desire to do lies in id as a column whatever society expects out of me lies in super ego and whenever i can find a good balance of it of id and super ego lies in my ego Yeah. for example i don't know if it, there is a series uh, dexter i don't know if you have seen so being dexter criminal mind and everything the whole part of him is he wants to kill people that's what he gets 
relief after after killing people but his super ego his father has thought about killing the super killers uh, serial killers so that's what he is how he is defining his ego that i am killing i am uh, satisfying my id and my super ego as well and now i'm very much okay with what i'm as existence so uh, also one thing that i wanted to know was ki kya matlab jaise ki bahut sare log narcissistic hote hai bahut zyada ya bahut sare logo ka self esteem kafi low hota hai तो क्या ये दिस टू प्ले अ रोल कि एक पर्सन यू नो अनफेथफुल रहेगा या नहीं सो अनफेथफुल और इनफिडिलिटी वो दोनों के डेफिनेशन अलग है अनफेथफुल इज जब आप किसी के साथ यू आर इन्वॉल्व इन अ पर्टिकुलर रिलेशनशिप एंड यू आर नॉट बीइंग राइट इन अ वेरी राइट वे टू देम दैट वॉट एवर दे आर डिमांडिंग यू आर फुलफिलिंग देम यू फुलफिलिंग समवेयर एल्स Okay. So, for example, I, I want being guy. I want my uh, female partner's attention that she should celebrate my birthday in this particular way, and the, I have some other expectations. When I see end up with a uh, particular friend or my partner who is whom I have been since last one year, five years hasn't. जिस तरह से मैंने सोचा था उस तरह से उन्होंने celebrate नहीं किया, and someone else end up celebrating the same thing the, in the some other way. It's just that I got a. Uh, What do you say? A token of attention in from other existence can be the possibility that I might get attracted towards the person, and now out of guilt, I'm being with that person just because they did something good for me. So, uh, and when I get caught, it is infidelity. So the whole idea didn't arrive with the thought of infidelity. It was out of attention that I was getting. That's the min the minuscule thing that was I was getting out of it. so in that case if getting caught is the only uh, what we can say the benchmark to describe infidelity so like you are free to be unfaithful as long as you don't get caught yeah because uh, until unless who will prove it that you were not faithful to her i mean it's it's still not like you can still be uh, a murderer without being proven guilty right i mean from from, from the inside you can still know right that you are a murderer no no from inside i'm very much a rational person there's a reason i killed someone i'm not a murderer i had specific reasons to kill someone so i i'm not a murderer i had a goal to achieve i mean like but still like that this is this is how this is not me but this is how a murderer's mind works yeah, that they they have a reason to kill people of course we don't want to insinuate that uh, yeah. uh, you are secretly so spending secretly. so much time into this profession you can rationalize anything and everything this is one skill that we develop with time with our clients because when we see the stories when we see them through their journey of being rags to riches or being from uh, this is one skill that we learn in our whole profession that uh, no one is wrong on this earth everyone is doing whatever they are doing in a very right state of mind on their perspective from their point of view they are the, this is the most right thing they can do on the particular situation that might be not right for you as a society or that not might be right for you as a person as a partner but from their perspective they are doing their best in the particular situation no one thinks of them as a villain in a, in their own story right, right. 
uh that is the major issue but again i mean let's not get uh, dragged off too much uh, we we abruptly left the religion religion conversation so uh, i i'd like to yank the conversation back to it uh, because i'm really interested to get your take on this uh, i'll just quote bbc's uh, article here right uh, it says that the head of the american general social survey tom smith identifies several factors among the groups that are likely to be unfaithful are re- less religious and people who are separated from their spouses for extended periods of time such as traveling or working away from home right so you have a first debunked the first part which is the geographical boundaries uh, we would i would like to get more into it uh, where uh, you know like being possessive uh, in a long distance relationship how uh, like what can be the trigger factor of a person uh, who is not otherwise possessive to become uh, such like so or uh, you know uh, how does uh, one becoming refinding their own religion affect their uh, tendency to uh, be in a relationship with someone else even like let's say it's an intercaste marriage or if your relationship does not primarily agree with uh, let's say premarital sex or uh, something like that so i these are two questions separate questions and i would like you to address both of them separately uh, can you repeat your first question and we can go by one by one so because i very memory of elephant yeah sure okay so first uh, let's finish the religion conversation we left it at i id uh, ego and super ego right so uh, how does religion play a, a role in infidelity or in a toxic relationship and i mean we can start from there there is no religion which has a manuscript about how to cheat so there is not even a religion uh, single religion which has no manuscript about how to be faithful to people so they try to keep you on a very super ego part of your society that every manuscript you go through be it bible quran or even gita they have to be on very super ego side of your society because that's what they are built for they are built for maintaining the society and maintaining the patience or the uh, harmony in a society so this is one reason of existence of a religion no religion will let you do that or in a way for example saudi countries the amount of the intensity of punishment that they have for the act of infidelity can't be imagined in any part of our world so uh, this is one thing that i would like to target or i would like to bring your attention to is being religious or being non religious being uh, in a way that i don't support any religion or any part won't affect your uh, belief or your concepts about infidelity because it is not about your religion but it is your personal choice and it is not about your age or it is not about how many years of marriage or how many years of relationship you had even those are not boundaries or even those are not uh, criteria which play along or which might play against it uh yeah so if uh, if if we are uh, supposed to believe that it's taken on a case by case basis right then uh, like what is one particular uh, problem that you have uh, found uh, religious people or non religious people have uh, that contributes to a toxic relationship not just infidelity but a 
poor relationship on how it decreases the morale of all the people involved i think too much of uh, blind faith on either of the sides that uh, being religious or being non religious i would i won't support a religion this particular thought that i won't support a particular religion even this uh, the heaviness or the intensity of, of this thought can affect your thought process about things around you for example if i am uh, someone who is not very much supportive of religions and what they uh, try to uh, let the society know and my partner who has recently found faith in religion in religion her this particular activity or this particular uh, moment can be considered as that you are not being faithful to the whole part of our relationship this is what we decided that we never will get into relationship in a particular religion so even this uh, the lack of openness or the lack of individualism is affecting his the whole uh, relationship i guess the toxicity comes from expectations from your partner to conform to certain standards to conform to your ideas yeah like to conform to basically your ideas about anything anything uh, right. moral issues maybe religious issues anything i like peanut know, butter you don't like peanut butter i am not okay with you yeah this is so, the worst thing this is the worst as a real case that we had a fight uh, our client had a fight on they had other issues as well the peanut butter was the surface that came up in the client as a clinic ki ye hua hai sir matlab baitho bhi peanut butter khate hai pehle ha maine bhi aisa case dekha tha apne real life mein jab mere do relatives matlab they were married were bahut zyada tez jhagda hua tha kyunki pyaaz bade kate the bahut der tak jhagda hua tha so i remember this issue yeah but then i guess these are merely trigger points that you know jisse wo volcano phoot jata hai but they long lasting issues are lekin pata hai what happens is what happens is what i have seen in people ki pehle they have a lot of issues and then ek koi ek cheez hote jaise wo pyaas bade kate the to us pe jhagda hua then uske baad se hamesha he will have this issue ki pyaas bade kate hai pata nahi matlab it becomes an issue या एंड ऑल्सो मेरे को एक आई रिमेम्बर एन आर्टिकल मैंने बहुत पहले ऐसे कुछ सात आठ साल पहले देखा था ट्रेवल लाइफ में उसमें द टाइटल वॉज रेज योर चिल्ड्रन टू बी गुड लवर्स एंड वो आर्टिकल में ऐसा थोड़ा सा जस्ट मुझे जितना याद है वो ऐसा था कि यू नो पेरेंट्स रेज देर चिल्ड्रन टू बी गुड एट अ सब्जेक्ट टू बी अ गुड स्टूडेंट और टू वेल इन देयर करियर्स बट रेयरली एनी पेरेंट एक्टिवली थिंग्स अबाउट वॉट काइंड ऑफ लवर्स विल देयर चिल्ड्रन बी सो मेरे को ये था कि क्या रिलेशनशिप में या इनफिडेलिटी में पेरेंटिंग का रोल होता है आई वुड से पार्शियली होता है बिकॉज देर इज ऑलवेज डिबेट अबाउट नेचर वर्सेस नर्चर दैट फॉर एग्जांपल इफ माय फादर वाज इनफिडेल इन हिज रिलेशनशिप एंड आई सॉ अ पर्टिकुलर पैटर्न इन हिम और पैटर्न दैट दिस इज हाउ रिलेशनशिप्स आर बिल्ड now this is my basic knowledge of relationship and i would consider this her relationship as he hota that it's okay to fight it's okay to move on it's okay to fight every day it's okay to uh, go out with someone else and not tell your partner it's okay because this is what i have seen in my house and this is the basic standard because for kids they don't read gita quran they read their parents so whatever their parents would do is normalcy for them so this is what nature says but nurture has something else to say that uh, if i have a sibling he might have different ideas about relationship i might have dif- different ideas about relationship having the same parents 
so even over there nature and nature has to play their own roles nature so says do you think uh like in parents uh, do you think that uh, i mean we can stay on this nature versus nurture and i be i hope that my question uh, sheds further light into it uh, do you think that parents who have marital problems of their own generally tend to raise children who less faithful about their relationship not less faithful in their relationship but the belief that this relationship is not going to work out right so for such cases what i would say that the only thing that lack with is uh, certainty in their entire relationship be it their friend be it with the even their teachers and their coach with they are working with they look for certainty that do we have a certainty is this relationship going to long or are we going to long uh, for years or something in their mind and this is what affecting their relationship with the people because many a time in normal days in normal relationships we know that this particular relationship is going to last only for next two years for our academic year or for the amount of time that we will be together in a hostel uh, place that that's a relationship that we are going to share but for such kids they look for certainty that if i'm spending or if i'm investing in you there's a possibility that you have to stay with me for life and this irrational expectations ruin their all relationship that they get into so uh, yeah again i mean i uh, uh, i think this brings on to the second part of my question that i wanted to ask uh, if if a person is not otherwise possessive in nature uh, or uh, it, even if let's say that person has some roots of uh, being possessive uh, what do you think might be the cause of a relationship maybe the toxicity maybe a person Uh, like the opposite person like doing some, some actions or making feel you in a certain way that you become possessive and is being possessive uh, from one partner side make it uh, uh, more probable that the other person ends up committing infidelity possessiveness is always about when when you are not aware of the, the, again the the certainty part when you are not certain that the particular person is going to stay with you for what you are you might some you might find some flaws or some low self esteem within yourself that you might think that this is one reason that my partner or my friend would might leave me and uh, when you start targeting on yourself that this is one thing that i don't have you start realizing that this can be the reason that my partner will leave me that creates the whole point or the whole thought of uh, uncertainty which is considered as possessiveness that uh, if i if i find someone that i am short and my female friend likes tall guy some day somewhere she mentioned once and i find that she is right now going out with the group of friends among when among them one person is tall now this is one thing that uh, hits me so uh, there is nothing that she has said anything after the call after meeting them that i met with this person i had a good uh, moment with them nothing the one thought that she said once a long long back time ago and one insecurity that you have both matched on that particular day and now you are insecure now you are uh, possessive about the other person and the second part is we all are possessive there is no possibility that any person existing on this earth can't be possessive about that about anything they not That's the they whole might po- whole point of being in a relationship right i would say uh, people are possessive what they are possessive about can vary 
yeah i agree to this because uh, like i can say there are some people who are so low on their self esteem that they can actually accept the fact that their partner can be unfaithful and they can actually accept the fact that yes mere mein kuch to kami tha hence she cheated on me so i don't think so uh, the insecurity part stems from anything that the partner does or says uh, low self esteem can also be a part that leads up to that see this is this is the whole point of existing or developing coping mechanism coping mechanism is all about you develop a mechanism to hide your insecurities if i have a coping mechanism of humor it is only because i am not very much comfortable about being assertive so this is how uh, we develop coping mechanism in life whenever we come across some situations we use any of them whenever we find them being successful we, we often use it more and more yeah and uh, also ek kafi zyada matlab conventional aisa mentality rehta hai ki ek bar kisi ne matlab cheat kiya hoga apne relationship mein to us pe ek label jaisa aa jata hai to there is the saying once a cheater always a cheater so how true is that and does that uh you know even affect uh anything matlab ki kya ek insaan ne jab ek baar cheat kiya to is this going to be always like that okay so Sammy, are you quoting rachel's mom from friends anuj okay. please continue yeah so uh this is uh, what happens that once a cheater is always a cheater this is one one thing that we will consider as a concept that we have heard and we would like to talk about but there is another concept as well that every person on this earth is going to cheat their partner at some point of their life no both going hand in hand that you are just being the second time you are just being the third time uh i and like if if you if we are in this uh uh discussion of once a cheater always a cheater uh, do you really uh, believe that people can be infidible how how sh- like what is the word for it infidile is is that a correct word uh, i uh, have been wondering that since this podcast began no it is not because infidelity if if i want to say that uh there's a possibility that you are infidel i have to say that that you are involved in a act of infidelity that is too okay. complex yeah. so. there has to be that's what that, right? that's what my research project was about people involved in act of infidelity so committing uh, infidelity sahi hai kya bolna i don't know maine bahut try kiya tha mujhe nahi mila aisa kuch <laughs> that they committed infidelity no it's act of infidelity that you get involved in so uh this like, is my vocab now you might have a better one <laughs> uh again i mean uh, if if uh, we are uh, on this train of thought that uh, uh, once a cheater always a cheater so do you think that uh, uh, people can commit infidelity out of genuine m- mistake or uh i don't know like maybe they weren't in their right senses right uh like what is the moral like i don't know like what is the ethical standing of a person who commits infidelity like uh according to you yeah, i could say that uh the way society see looks at it or the way i look at it is very different because uh in my case i have to be very open about it but because any random day any of my client can come up with the idea that 
I am the one. Okay, and in that case, uh, I don't need to be sympathetic towards him, but empathetic towards him. And I can be empathetic towards him only when I know the situation and the reason why he committed that particular act. Okay. Now, when I say that I did my research on hundred people, you need to understand that I went through hundred stories, hundred reasons that people committed uh, got involved in the act of infidelity. For example, uh, I, I, I got married to someone. Okay, after eight years of relationship. Now, this is one of the stories that you can relate to. That after eight years of relationship, I get married to someone. After good uh, hustle and ruckus. of society and families and everything is up karne ke baad i got married to this uh, person when i come to his home he is entirely uh, he's entirely into his business father's business because recently got uh, ill and his mother has been always bedridden so taking care of being a bai to potty and everything she, she has done for 15 years okay this female has done for 15 years now after 15 years when her mother in law passed away father in law passed away after 10 years of that this is the first time that when she went out of her home for her own things that she wanted to do in her life after 15 years of marriage for the first time she went back to her profession she met someone who is 15 years younger to her fell in love with him had a relationship with a detailed 2 years or 3 years of relationship with him when they came for the therapy whatever she described about him is the same person she fell in love with the the person 20 years back he carries the same personality and traits that she always liked the it's only the other person whom she got married to change with time so so what do you call it do you call it infidelity or she is getting falling in love in the same person that she felt in love 20 years back i mean that's a good point you bring up and uh, like staying in this line of thought uh, do you think that uh, people who are having an unsuccessful marriage uh, for instance uh, let's say in india arranged marriage is the norm right uh, and i think uh, a lot of people might have seen the uh, netflix series about it indian matchmaking <laughs> yeah so uh, i mean if if a person uh, if the society deems a person to uh, you know fail like if if a choice is taken away from that person right uh, if if you are seeing your life partner and the factors that are deciding it are not primarily yours it has been going like it has gone through a severe filtration process and then you get uh, the options that are available to you so do you think that arranged people in arranged marriages are uh, more likely to uh, commit infidelity or have a toxic relationship as compared to people in love marriages uh, not sure because they both go through as i told you in a initial part of our podcast that 10 years of relationship and 4 years of marriage she got into infidelity so this is what you need to understand that even her 10 years of courtship period couldn't save her 4 years of marriage so among 100 people that you uh, researched on how many were arranged marriages and how many were love marriages i think i remember what i remember is about 30 were the love marriages because this is the ratio of our love marriages in india that itna hi hota hai isse zyada hota bhi nahi hai okay so out of 30 out of whatever 100 people i met 30 were love marriages and they had their own issues they had uh, for example many couples that i met 
both were aware of the other person being infidel uh, in love marriages in the whole uh, 100 Achha, people in that every, i interviewed every category 100 okay. people i interviewed so many there were many people who were aware of the other people being infidel to them Okay. so they are even okay with the whole process of being infidel because this is what i would tell you that when we are 20 when we are 30 when we are new to relationships our way of looking at relationships is way different than people who are at 40 and 50 i know someone who is at 45 who is in relationship with someone who who is at uh, 30 he don't want to leave his wife for the other female because he knows because even though i love her or even though i like her or even she uh, as a i have some emotional uh, attraction towards her but this is what society society needs my children need this part okay. so it is not very simple subject that we can understand because many a time whenever we whenever we discuss among our psychologists uh, that it is not a subject that can be in black and white there is lot of gray involved black and white are just the end two ends of the whole spectrum of gray yeah and it's it's tougher right if once you are rooted once you have children once you have a particular so society uh, around your marriage it's very difficult to uproot that uh, and for what like for love uh, it didn't last uh, long enough already right uh, if love la- uh, lasted forever then uh, infidelity wouldn't have been a question so yeah there uh, so like uh, again this this uh, raises another imp- important question among the 100 people that you surveyed how many people are still uh, in their previous relationships and how many people are uh, have broken up since and have moved on to different relationships at that particular time i think so four years back so it was uh, i think so around 60% of them Who had uh, who had thought about that? Okay, I had three years or four years of courtship period with someone uh, as a uh, process of infidelity with someone else. Okay, now I get need to get back to my no- normal life. Okay, now I don't remember the exact amount the, uh, from the forty percent, but there was a specific percent which was okay with multiple partners. That I can keep uh, hopping from a partner to partner. It's okay with me, and uh, I have never been caught. I have never been in a. Uh, such situation that i need to think about it that do i need to leave this particular habit or this particular pattern of my behavior so even this is what was a major observation and uh, like again staying on the similar line of questions do uh, like what was the length of uh, was there any particular insight into uh, arranged marriage people and uh, after what period of time did they admit that they committed their first act of infidelity as compared to people who are uh, who were in a love marriage and committed infidelity what was the length period of time what we did for our study was the since our study was not about love marriage and arranged marriage so we didn't have the division of those particular thing but what we had a average was I think so. Four, four point five something was a year that you get into in act of infidelity after your marriage. There, there was one more finding that your first sex was at the age of around fifteen to sixteen. People who were in this particular pattern of behavior. So even that was a decision making at at particular point that this can be possibility that you might be infidel. So this is a possibility of once you do research, you find your coefficient of zero point five or zero point zero one. that is you are looking for 95% or 91 99% so out of 100% 100 people 
there are 95 people who might be had their sex when they were in their 60 but there are five people who might have their lost their virginity at 30 so there is no specific reason for it although i think 16 is quite a young age in india to lose virginity matlab i have rarely met people who lost their virginity before turning 19 so uh, this is one thing because infidelity has other layers as well of your personality because right now whatever we have discussed is all about society or social psychology or anything that society is involved about let me tell you about personalities that are involved in act of infidelity that there is something called as big five five ocean that uh, openness consentiousness and uh, extraversion agreeableness and neuroticism neuroticism so uh, people who were involved in act of infidelity ranged higher then the people who were not involved in act of infidelity on openness they were more open to ideas they were ranging high on neuroticism their the chances of them being uh, down or being sad were higher than the normal people then consentiousness they were low on consentiousness compared to the normal people who were not involved in act of infidelity they were lower on agreeableness that agreeing to someone else's perspective they were low on that agreeableness and extraversion they were high on extraversion that they were more ex- people who were extrovert they had the chances of being infidel are more than the people who are introvert over here in this particular spectrum so this was a personality which was involved it also considers that if the age that you said 16 now if you accumulate or if you uh, use this part- particular personality a person who is extrovert open to ideas low on consentiousness high on neuroticism matlab they have low self esteem their possibility that they look for uh, approvals and uh, ocean okay so these are the five things that they if they have whenever you combine this thing their possibility that these people might lose their virginity or might get into emotional or intimate relationships out of bad relationship at their home or uh, might be possibility that they might have attention issues that they seek attention or they they get they seek for approvals so uh, we had a client who was guilty about having early sex when she was 21 she came to us and she said ki i lost my virginity at 16 which i am not very much comfortable about we took an hour to make her understand that she wasn't in her sense of having sexual relationship with the other person she was just being with someone who demanded for physical intimacy out of as a uh, exchange of what what i am going to give what you are going to give me so this wasn't her choice this was his choice so jaise agar kisi ne virginity bahut early age mein lose kari hai theek hai to certainly uh, a relationship at 15 or 16 or won't last for a, they usually don't last for a long time when they uh, school ke jo relationships hote hain so wouldn't uh, the commit uh, committing the act of infidelity be a bit uh, more probable for them because they are already used to you know breaking up after getting very intimate they are uh, for example uh, these people ranged higher on neuroticism which says that they are more prone to be sadistic or more prone to be uh, being sad and being down in normal days and normal situations because it has been part of their personality now to stay down to stay uh, sad about things around it they their the proneness is high which only shows that uh, the part of 
seeking approval from people from the society or from people around them friends and family members is somehow making them uh, to get into such relationships okay for example when i am with someone a female uh, who who is with me for entire day and for some reasons she doesn't show up to my college or my school and for some reasons she has shifted somewhere else for me to sustain this relationship with this personality trace is difficult if i get a better addition for someone who is uh, i won't look for a particular looks or particular things or particular standards that i have that she should be this uh, good looking or bad looking or from my this particular ethnicity or from this religion don't those won't be my concern my concern would be the approval that i'm seeking for if you're providing it i am with you so my only criteria of being infidel is approval नहीं मतलब मोस्ट ऑफ इट वाज अराउंड आई पेरेंटिंग एंड यू नो फैमिली इश्यूज एंड एट अ वेरी यंग एज एंड हाउ दे गो विद इनफिडेलिटी एंड या आई थिंक दैट्स अ क्वेश्चन दैट वी हैव वी लेफ्ट आउट लाइक प्रीटी अर्ली ऑन सो कैन यू कैन यू टेल अस समथिंग अबाउट इट नेचर वर्सेस नर्चर वी वर ऑन दैट कन्वर्सेशन एंड गॉट सम हाउ साइड ट्रैक सो नेचर वर्सेस नर्चर प्लेस इट्स ओन रोल दैट Though I had parents who were in, always involved in the act of infidelity, though my father got caught, or though my mother had to get into divorce because of her uh, involvement in infidelity, this might or may not lead to me being infidel. Because uh, there has been cases when, see, it, for if you go by research and everything, it might show. on higher scale that there is a possibility that these people these kids might get into being infidel but we can't go by entirety of it that whenever for example people who are listening to this podcast they meet someone and they get to know that their parent had divorce because her father was uh, infidel that's not judge them because we are not in a situation where we, if you are talking about psychology and research it let me tell you research are always about finding things that you always wanted to find it is just a way of seeking approval that you do keep doing a particular research till the time you don't research you reach the point that you always wanted to do very rarely we can conduct ex- experimental research we are very often conduct a directional research because when we are conducting experimental research we are not aware of it that what we are going to do about it so uh, depending upon stats and uh, this particular things is something that as a psychologist i always try to let my interns and kids know that you should not be very much into it okay so like let's not delve into statistics per se but uh, like can you if if uh, like majority of uh, people who are uh, in the generation of our parents right are generally uh, in an arranged marriage uh, almost majority of the people uh, have uh, at least in our generation are uh, more people are uh, getting into love marriages but Uh, in our uh, previous generation it was mostly arranged marriages so like the concept of love uh, let's let's move away from infidelity for a moment and let's focus on relationships and uh, you know the concept of love so if if you if your own parents are you think of them as uh, people who have not found love themselves it it has been fa- found by someone else and you have been uh, like uh, like you are a product of that so do you think that uh, love 
plays a major role in the perception of love plays a major role in how a child views a relationship and how yes it does because what we all know about love is through uh, the novels or the movies that we go across so uh, now whenever we going whenever we watching a movie or when we are reading a novel we are reading someone else's perspective of love it you can only experience it till the time you don't sit and think about it that what actually love means to me is it all about getting attention or is it about just being existing with each other because every person over here might need and might seek for different definitions for some it might be that uh, if someone is with me i think i am being loved for someone it can be if you respect me then i think that i am being loved for someone for person like me it is existence that if you exist i think i love so it varies from person to person that what are the possibilities that uh, that i might be in love and what is all about love and many a time your parenting might give you a rough idea about love that this can be love for example my parents not fighting to each other or after fighting being still being with each other is love can give a basic idea but believe me when you get into your own war you win or you lose it in your own ways yeah and you know how akash brought up the topic of uh, india arranged marriage in indian culture many a times uh, i think i i don't matlab i can i can find it relatable sometimes lekin bahut sare logon ke sath aisa hota hoga ki whenever they look at their parents marriage or their fight sometimes they think to themselves ki yaar matlab kuch bhi ho jaye aisa relationship mein point aaya to nikalna hai usse because उसके आगे थिंग्स ओनली वर्सन एज यू लुक एट योर पेरेंट्स मैरिज मतलब इट ओनली गेट्स वर्सन उनका जैसे शादी को जितना जितना साल होता जाते वो उतना झगड़ा के टाइम भी बढ़ते जाते और लॉकडाउन में तो और ज्यादा तो यू आर लाइक कि यार ऐसा एक भी पॉइंट इनिशियली आया तो निकलना है मुझे सो हाउ डज दैट मतलब क्या ये एक्चुअली में स्कार करता है लोगों को कि उनको एक पॉइंट पे ऐसा दिखा कि यार कभी मेरे पापा ने या मेरी मम्मी ने ऐसे बोला था अपने पार्टनर को और अभी जैसे इसने बोला है the sibling brother was on the other page the wife of brother was on the page she was on the page the father was on the page the mother was on the page yeah so at the end it lies it goes down to your decision making that what you want to decide about it because we had a client where uh, she said the person who was hit she said that anuj uh, even though i got hit even though uh, this is the first time and even though morally and somewhere it is my responsibility to take care of my self esteem and uh, things that i hold in as a human being but uh, i am sensible enough to know that i am not economically stable enough to move out of it and this was her personal decision so it can vary from person to person that whatever she has decided for herself we are no one to doubt or question that this is where we fail as a society that we expect them to behave in a way that we refined right uh, you know finding partners uh, like you you told 
like when we had a call uh, yesterday you had some crazy freudian ideologies about what people generally look for in their partners generally comes from their parents so can you elaborate on that theory i hope the listeners would be comfortable with the whole concept and if they are listening to this they might be comfortable they might have heard about it the whole concept of, about uh, electro complex and oedipus complex the great freuds had led that uh, about uh, regarding oedipus complex that uh, when I, when i'm in my when i'm growing up as a kid the first female that i come across is my mother and she is the first attraction of my life now though i am attracted towards her there's some other male in the uh, around us who gets lot of attention of this female now this character is my father people call him as my father but he is someone as a competitor for me so there's a constant uh, fight a constant uh, my own at my own level that i am always in a competition with this particular person to gain her attention that's why while fighting with the other person we tend up being like them and that's when people call us ki apne papa kaise chalta hai iska baithne ka tarika apne father ke jaisa hai ye apne father ki tarah baat karta hai this is where the whole things come from ki very uh, unconsciously you learn things from your competitor and this time which uh, would dissolve hota jata hai as you're growing up it gets dissolved when you're 20 when you're 15 when you're looking for someone to date and to get attracted towards you always get attracted towards a female who exhibits the same trait that your mother had she uh, whenever whenever we have these conversations many people say that my mother's uh, economical or my mother's educational background and my wife's educational background are not similar she is much more educated than the other person over here i'm talking about the psychological traits you will find out that even your mother and even your uh, wife both are submissives Yeah. or either in another way that your mother and your uh, wife both are good decision makers since your mother has been a good decision maker there was a point that you never had to take decisions for your life you end up being someone over there even you have don't to take any decisions in your life so you're comfortable over there same goes for copy paste for females as well which is called as electro complex that uh, when we are growing up many females are not very much comfortable about this whole idea that even guys get okay with that because we have seen a lot of porn but girls don't get very much okay with that because the whole concept about being attracted to your father is not very soothing for them so uh, finding because uh, though i had a father who was abusive towards my mother who was uh, in a very, both of them had a very toxic relationship i end up things with someone who is narcissistic and manipulative he hasn't abhi tak usne mujhe mara nahi hai sirf itna hi bacha hai but this combination will someday bring you to the situation that he might end up hitting you so this is what electra and oedipus complex is i mean it's it's a really uncomfortable topic to explore and i i know it's uncomfortable for you too and but i mean like people surely must have heard about it and uh, sigmund freud is i think a pretty popular figure so i just i just wanted to you know put that theory out just in case that some people find it acceptable or not i mean it's it's for you to take right it's just a theory uh, this is know. what this is what as anuj i am not saying it sigmund said it said it 
I don't and, own this theory. <laughs> yeah, Sigmund Freud sounds like a really shady person. मतलब I don't know अगर उसने ये theory propose किया है तो उससे पता नहीं मतलब कैसे. But can you believe it that psychologists all around the world think in the same way? I mean, there must have been some empirical evidence to point out to that fact, right? Nobody just dreamed this theory out of nowhere, right? So when you read Sigmund Freud, when you go through his literatures and when you go through his research papers, you realize that amount of effort and time he has put in the whole theories. If you read his dream analysis, if you read about his conscious or subconscious, if you read about ego, ego, super ego, you you need to know that if, with every client, he used to spend three hours a day every day for six to seven months. So he knows the person better than their spouse. They have revealed the darkest to this person rather than to the person that they have been married to. लेकिन फिर भी मतलब जब initially ये theory किसी ने propose किया होगा before this has been talked about. I mean a daughter's relationship with father or a son and a mother. So there is no relationship. This is what we need to understand. That this is where we take and this is what uh, we take to or this is what we lead to. That whatever Freud said and whatever we are taking to are two different things. Freud said that this is how we learn things, that this is how we assimilate, and this is how we have our orientation and selection process. What we listen is, this is what I thought about in my childhood. Yeah, I mean, why why does everything have to be uh, dirty? I mean, the uh, uh, theory originally could also have been about attention, right? Uh, the child uh, who feels. uh as you said uh, that at the attention is being diverted that's what is the root cause of sibling rivalry also right so uh, that could be the root cause of uh, the uh, like freud's uh, base theory right uh, it's not necessarily uh, something that people make it out to be but uh, it is what uh, gets the headline and it's what pe- most of the people choose to be Yeah, because no one saw his theories as pattern of learning or pattern of partner selection or pattern of our thinking process or how how why why do we say a particular person is behaving in his like his father or like his mother? This is the reason that this is this is one thing that supports it because there are other theories as well, but they don't they don't go uh, very much comfortable very much okay with the whole process that why I would be for example there is a concept of collective conscious. collective consciousness is all about that with generations we learn things and we carry forward in our next generation for example uh, while walking or while for example how to how does it this tire work or how does particular earth revolves and everything we have learned in our last birth which is in the conscious which i am going to carry forward in my next conscious now this is very much not logical when you learn about death and rebirth and you you don't abide by it so compared to that freud is much more okay and logical when you see to it uh, i guess the point is that uh, the people who have interpreted freud in the early days when he published his work uh, don't exist anymore right so whatever we get uh, as his inter- as the interpretation of what he has said is from pop culture generally and when you take pop culture if you are talking about what freud said and the academic theories that he have put through 
they are not going to sell you tickets right or they are not going to sell books or magazines or movies so people have to make it in such a way that it is mass appealing and i believe the taboo factor that is associated with it when people relate oedipus complex and electra complex that has come from us as popular culture like i don't believe freud ever thought of that his theories would be uh, you know misconstrued by people in such a way 100 years later yeah, because he didn't, he didn't make these theories to cringe people yeah he made these theories to make things un- understandable for people that why it is so this is the reason this is the possible reason he didn't go out let's cringe people this is the theory i want to cringe you with Yeah, yeah, but like really smart people like uh, him fail to understand how. I mean, even if he is a psychologist, uh, it's very difficult to gauge how uh, a, a wider audience will react to his theory, right? Uh, as especially for someone who has that much of an intellect, uh, might not possess that much of an EQ. Uh, so, do you think that uh, psychologists can have poor EQ? despite understanding what uh, like leads up to a good like uh, building up a good eq okay if you know about uh, freud he was physician he was a doctor he was a practicing doctor he got uh, uh, stuck with cases like migraine or cases like uh, in a way that now we call this multiple personality disorders such cases where the Uh, places where he got stuck he came across mesmer mesmer uh, th- this is the word where it comes from mesmerization mesmer was a person who you was using hypnosis for treatment that's where he learned hypnosis after that he learned that even without hypnosis just talking to people you can talk to them and you can relieve them not by touching or by this rod or something which mesmer used to do and during that process he came across this philosophy so he was finding answers he was not looking for appreciators or people who would appreciate his uh, philosophies he was coming up with for example there is a lot of letters that he has exchanged with carl jung carl jung was his one of the friend and subordinate who used to work a lot they they have exchanged lot of letters with them and the letters show a lot of bromance lot of affection towards each other what lot of uh, respect for each other and which also leads to that we are not okay with each other's theories so carl jung was not okay with his theories uh, freud was not okay with his theories so they were just researching and putting their work out they were not into uh, letting making people comfortable or not comfortable you know uh, yeah, this explains a lot when school mein most of the children are uh, you know looking up to their teachers uh, in a very affectionate way matlab i was going through my reddit and someone had put up there that abhi kyunki online sare classes hote hain aur sab kuch matlab bhai web se hi sab connection rehta hai to he said that he is already in a relationship and he can't stop jerking off at his teacher in the morning class and it is very comfortable for him kyunki abhi online classes hote hain to no one can really know so when i connect this to sigmund freud's theory so can we draw out a conclusion that throughout the years even in the teenage years children might look up to their children, uh, teachers in a certain way there is a possibility that uh, it's a teacher it's a female figure for them 
because uh, if you go for pawn search you enter milf after that you enter teacher or your neighbor so it's a age that we are looking for it's a particular gender that we are looking for rather than a particular profession or particular other things that we are get, getting into yeah i guess it comes down to authority figures in your uh, life or, you know the people that have influenced you when you were growing up you know when your schemas were formed so if it were your parents then it comes in the form of your mom if it teachers then vice versa i guess it as i said ki it comes down to the way your developmental stages have been the people you have been influenced by when you were growing up that leads to the formation of schemas so basically the point i was trying to make is uh, we as a society have a lot of uh, what we can say super egos like the anuj was talking about that uh, divorces are bad or you know we should be together as a family so our parents generation has been stuck in a lot of marriages where most of them don't want to be but just because log kya kahenge ya how it will look they are stuck in those marriages so do you think ki this leads to infidelity ki abhi divorce to nahi le sakte but at least i can be with someone that you know makes me feel different than the marriage that i am in so this is where as a human being our nature comes in of instant gratification that whenever we have options of gratification we always choose for instant rather than delayed for example uh, uh having a new relationship with some random person rather than working on the relationship that i am already into so when i work into random uh, the particular relationship the existing relationship right now i might have a delayed gratification i might have a gratification after 2 years that i might be happy in relationship and i might have better uh, future but instant gratification is having today's movie going out with someone or having today's lunch or dinner with someone uh, making out with someone other instant gratification that i am okay with the situation for today कल का कल देखेंगे मतलब इफ आई डू इट वेरी स्मार्टली आई वोट गेट कॉट दिस इज वन थिंग माइंड सो वो चीज चल रहा होता है सो so, वो एक रीजन होता है हमारा कि हम उस इवन चूज टू बी इनफिडल गेट इन टू डायवोर्स एंड इवन डायवोर्स इज लेन दीजियर Uh, yeah that that was what i wanted to say ki infidelity is much easier than divorce yeah. and if if you get caught then the chances of divorces are high it gets smooth yeah it gets easier to divorce by saying that you were an infidel rather than you saying i don't want this marriage anymore otherwise until so unless you do, you are not infidel you both are trying to figure out that why do you want to get separated yeah we don't get along but now what we need to uh, show to the world that why we don't get along there has to be some specific reason and as a society when only then we understand that they got uh, divorced okay he was cheating okay she was cheating otherwise until unless we don't find a reason then the point of getting divorced why get got divorced are yeah. uh, i remember this scene from dil dhadakne do where priyanka chopra is seeking a divorce from her marriage and हर पेरेंट्स आस्क हर कि डिवोर्स क्यों चाहिए एंड शी सेस कि हम दोनों कंपैटिबल नहीं है हम दोनों एक जैसे नहीं है तो उसमें उसकी माँ उसको एकदम से चिल्लाती है कि वो तेरा हस्बैंड है जुड़वा भाई नहीं है ठीक है फिर उसके बाद जब वो बोलती उसके बाद उसकी मम्मी एकदम से पूछने लगती है इसका अफेयर है क्या 
इसका ये शॉपिंग नहीं करने देता है क्या तो वो बोलती है नहीं वो बस सेम टू सेम नहीं है मेरे चेस्ट Yes, a simple answer that uh, there is no spark left in the relationship. People find it hard to stomach. Uh, I've generally seen. Yeah, and I guess that is with our parents' generation because I have seen uh, people in our generation, not our age, but our siblings who are elder to us. Many of them have uh, uh, gotten divorced in like two, three years of their marriage, and it was an extended relationship, love marriage. and they got divorced just because they realized that they are not compatible so i guess this has been uh, a, like our generation has been bit liberal with these things because we don't have the same fear of the what lok kya kahenge wala thing so it is easier for us to get divorced than be cheating on our spouses i, w- I would defer to that because i have seen people struggling with divorce uh, not maybe not of your age but people who are 10 years older than you that even they are not okay with that the whole situation that even they are not uh, they even they want to keep give one more chance to it the whole thing so this is where i wanted to ha- i wanted to had two uh, two questions with both of all of you that uh, what would you do when you think that your spark, there is no more spark in a relationship this is first question and the second question is what is your definition of infidelity okay so the first question was ki agar spark okay. nahi hai matlab jaise ki mera hamesha idea aisa rehta hai ki agar aisa lag raha hai ki matlab saath mein utna zyada matlab wo nahi hai ki tum log saath mein kuch baat cheat nahi kar pa rahe ho so i would always advocate ki kuch extra seekh lo ya you know learning something new together always works in a lot of cases at least Uh, you you discover something new together and therefore you can start off your old relationship all over again and your second question about my definition of infidelity is having feelings for someone else i mean i won't mind any uh, my partner having uh, sex with someone else but i would rather mind him having feelings for someone else. I mean, there is a difference between you getting intimate and you falling in love. Falling in love is something that I would not want, but getting physical, I don't think I will mind much as of now. I don't know. For so the whole concern is I don't think now, and I don't mind now. Okay, uh, Akash. Okay, so first, if there is no spark left in the relationship, again. uh uh an excellent point ki can people grow uh after their relationship uh that is where again uh, aapka jaise comment tha ki uh, the person that i fell in love with is no longer there anymore so if if those things those basic things that i uh, find likable in a person like uh, if that person is uh, very brave or very uh, dedicated to a certain cause and that's what is something that is drawing primarily uh, to uh, dri- driving me primarily towards him or her uh, if that is lost i think i will get out of the relationship because uh, at the end of the day you have to look out for number 1 you have to look out for yourself uh, and if a relationship has absolutely no uh, scope of giving you happiness i i would pack it up and get the fuck out as soon as possible 
and uh, as far as infidelity is concerned uh, it's difficult uh, but i think uh, like more openness would be a, a major factor uh, if if even if my other partner is uh, like trying to have a carnal relationship with someone else uh, I, i would appreciate if that person like my significant other came to me first regarding this and then we could uh, work it out together and if we decide that okay open relationship is the only solution to save this uh, equation then fine i'm fine with it and like but if there is any other uh, like if there is any other option that could be explored before that i would do that as long as i believe that the relationship is worth saving uh, i am willing to accept anything that's what i will say mate so basically uh, when we are talking about the spark right so i think that it's also about your what your partner thinks right it's not just about you so if both you and your partner think that there is no uh, spark in this relationship and there is no way you can salvage this i think it's better to get out of it because it gives you and your partner a chance to move on and to find something else more meaningful rather than being stuck with whatever you had like being stuck in the past makes no sense if the relationship is not going to move forward anymore so i guess that is my take and when it comes to infidelity i think like i adding to what akash said not adding uh, like not sharing things with me is the only way i think ki i would define infidelity like i am okay with my partner feeling for someone else i am okay if my partner has physical relations with, with someone else because i can understand that after all we are all human beings and there are certain times that we have needs that i as a partner may not be able to satisfy so as long as we are clear that this is happening and that's the reason why my partner is looking for something else in someone else i think i'd be okay with it so the not knowing part would hurt me more than the actual infidelity anuj uh, like what about you first of all and second uh, do you care to psychoanalyze our answers and uh, like let us know if like what is one thing that uh, drove us to this answer if if it is possible okay so uh, answering my own two questions that about spark so i am someone who is very uh, uh, laid back in every situation of my life be it profession be it my uh, relationship as well so i'll again laid back get laid back and i would like to the other person take decisions about it that they want do they want to stay do they want to leave do they want to take one more chance it is entirely their perspective because i think so i have a lot of openness so i'm okay with whatever situation comes up second part about infidelity that uh, if we have a mutual consent of about something whatever we have decided and if you want to break it you are okay to break it but let me know it in advance that this is what you are planning to so if you are planning to and i'm okay with that i let you know if i'm not okay with then we can go apart so this is this would be my stand on this thing and about psychoanalysis see uh, i don't do it because 
if I start doing it, I can do it in first minute of a conversation. And then I lose the whole charm of knowing you people as a people. So uh, in our initial days of practice, we could do, and we used to do it with our clients or that whenever the moment they enter into our cubicle till the time uh, they say, hi, this is enough to uh, make us understand what they're going through. Okay. This is not more than two or three minutes. This is enough for us to uh, uh, for us to understand that what they are going through, why and everything when they will reveal, we'll get to know it. Now the problem is when we get into this particular zone of psychoanalysis, we psychoanalyze our friends, our family members, people that we come across, and we lose the whole charm of them, letting them be the way they want to be. We start correcting people. We start looking for disorders and issues in them, which is not very much comforting as a uh, son, as a father, as a friend, as a partner, which is not very much comforting that the person with whom you are talking random, your issues or random, your, how was your day, end up saying you that you have uh, these insecurities, you have these coping mechanism issues and you have these particular things that you need to carry out. Because if we have noticed it, we have to say it. We can't, we can't keep it then. So, yeah, you know, this weirdly reminds me of a scene in Breathe Into the Shadow series. When Abhishek Bachchan and Nitya Menon have lost their daughter, uh, they think that they, uh, they have lost their daughter, and uh, uh, Abhishek Bachchan is a psychiatrist. And when he comes home, his wife is depressed and TV is watching. And then he says that, you know, you need to take care of yourself and, you know, get back to work. Which is true because uh, for my fa- for my father, I'm still a son. I'm not a uh, psychologist or anything. I'm the last person to be taken decisions from. Yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah. I guess this is the reason why most psychologists get that you know scary reputation. I, I have, most people are you know being afraid to go to psychologist because they are so scared of someone judging their entire life up and down and you know like finding out their deepest insecurities is something that people can't handle like i have recommended therapy to a lot of people who have declined this very much saying that i can't let my life be dissected by a random stranger no matter how professional he might be i just can't do that so i guess so I would say that uh, many a time that uh, this analysis fall apart, that people do we, we analyze or we don't analyze. Many a time uh, when people say, when we're in a party, when we're in a good mood, we want to hang out with someone and people, someone says, someone has a two minute or two words of, con- two sentences of conversation with us and they end up saying us, Ki, now you must be knowing that what I'm thinking. So my the what I want to say is that if I would have been doing it, with the smile that you are saying this right now, the things I would have said, you wouldn't smile. So let's not do go it over there. Let's not do that now. Let's not play that games. It's an easy way to lose friends. Yeah. No one, no one likes to uh, like be pointed out where their thoughts comes from. Even we as a psychologist, many a time, for example, what therapies which I use and what therapy my other friend might be using, we not we might not be very much comfortable that why do you use particular therapy for this particular client when we know that it is not going to work. They have faith in that particular therapy. So what is going to work is their faith in that particular therapy and the client in. Not what I think about it. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, every person is a, a product of uh, circumstances around him, right? And uh, on on that excellent note, I think uh, we can uh, wrap up this discussion. Thank you, Anuj, for being here. Uh, thank you, Pratik, uh, for enabling this conversation. And yeah, uh, we look forward to having you on for uh, more episodes. Uh, it has been quite an insightful insightful conversation. Um, and that's about it. Uh, Sammy, do you want to add anything? I think we should conclude it here. Yeah, I mean, on that on that note of uh, people and their circumstances, uh, Anuj, uh, thank you for being here again once again. Uh, Pratik, Sammy, it's been a it's been an amazing time. So thank you so yeah. much, everyone. So thank you guys for having us. Bye, guys. Bye.